When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. My name is Adam Glenn. I am on the East Coast. On the West Coast, we have Dax Holt. We are two veteran celebrity journalists in the game for, you know, you're longer than I am. Two decades? I mean, we, we just feel good. I think we came into this business. I was, I was actually having a conversation. I was having mm-hmm. a conversation with a friend before we started the podcast saying okay. we got into the business during the, the heart of the entertainment news era. Would you say that, Dax Holtz? hundred uh, percent. Well, in my mind, yes, because 2007 for me was the height of all excitement. If you ask someone older than us, they're going to be like, no, old school Hollywood was the height of Hollywood. I mean... I think it depends on who you ask, but I feel like 2007 was like the ultimate peak of excitement in Hollywood. Yeah, I I would say during this generation is, is was at its peak because magazine when we started during our time in the industry, magazines at during the beginning of our career were the biggest things out there from the mm-hmm. Us Weeklies to the uh, People magazines were at the biggest they've ever been. That has actually switched where not too many people go through those magazines anymore. People aren't going to wait at towards for Monday or whenever the magazines are going to drop. They're getting information sent to them. So we were started during when Us Weekly, when the magazines were huge, and then went into the Perez Hilton blog era, which has gone to the TMZ era, which is where we started. And now we're in this crazy tour, like Wild Wild West, where where I we feel like it's now we're in like the TikTok social media era. Like it isn't even just one single blog or website that garners all the news. It's like you go on TikTok for the news, you go on Instagram for the news, you go on social media to find out the big stories. You almost don't have to go to the websites anymore. It's crazy. So yeah, we have a lot of experience. That's why I say we were there during the heart of it. And right now I just feel like we all from content creators to consumers to media outlets, we're all trying to figure out what is going on. Um, but we love it. We love this industry. We are on today's podcast. We have two people that love this industry that have been a huge part of this industry. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC is on the podcast alongside his new podcast host, uh, podcast host uh, Brian McFadden, is on the podcast as well. Which you know um, him from, God, MTV, MTV during MTV its TRL. legendary heydays of – TRL and oh my god, the, the guy had like literally the, the best gig ever, ever. So watching them team up to do a podcast, I think is going to bring major nostalgia for some people. But we'll get them on uh, to talk about their podcast. But also, shit, I mean, Chris Kirkpatrick's been all over the news with NSYNC being like one of the biggest topics of the last two weeks, you know, them coming out at the VMAs. I want to know what was it like backstage? How did this all go down? What was it like? Is it Justin Timberlake who is calling them up to get them in the studio? What was the studio? I'm like, I, I feel like I've got so many in sync questions because it's been kind of on the top of everyone's list of exciting news um, for reunions and just entertainment news in general. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to have them on. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to Chris and hear about what's the latest with their group, what his night was like, the night where everyone found out that that NSYNC is coming together, talk to Brian, uh, as well as which celebrities were assholes, and kind of what's going on with their podcast. Um, just have a fun conversation. We're we're friendly with these guys now, so it's kind of, 
Well, we've had both of them on for solo episodes um, in the past. So if you want to listen to Chris, we had him on before. We've had Brian on who told us phenomenal behind-the-scenes MTV stories. Um, but having them back right on the heels of this sync reunion excitement is really cool. Dax, do you get starstruck from talking to these people on the podcast? Like a guy like Chris, who at one point was the biggest person, one of the biggest guys in the world. I mean, I know we're not in a studio. We're doing it over StreamYard, which is like a Skype. But like, are you, you know, you're at the office. Are you telling people like, dude, I'm about to be on a Zoom call with Chris Kirkpatrick? Um, so I, I definitely get excited to talk to people. Don't get me wrong there. Um, with Chris and Brian, like we've, we've seen them. We've known them for a couple of years now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we've got some other guests that are lined up that we've never talked to that I am extremely excited to talk to. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not excited. I just, I'm not we're friends. friends to everyone. Yeah, we're friends. It's like they're buddies now. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you know, but I it's know that cool. I will go out there and I'll, I'll tell people like, oh, yeah, you know, just had Chris Kirkpatrick on the podcast. And they'll be like, oh, my God. So let me ask you this, Dax. Do you get weird when you tell people that you're about to have them on the podcast? Because part of you wants to be like, this, how cool is this? But they are part of you. You don't feel like you're name dropping? Yes, 100%. Which like I, le- I yeah, I left a meeting to come record right now, and I had that awkward moment of like, do I tell people like, hey, I'm having an NSYNC member on, or do I just walk out? And I ended up walking out, so I didn't look like a douche. Yeah, no, I get it. I get. It. I always get nervous <laughs> about telling people who I'm about to talk to because I don't want to feel like I'm name dropping, but it is still cool to me. Like I'm not trying to out alpha you or trying to show off i'm like dude guess i'm, I'm excited so yeah. uh before we get to them we read your reviews this is the best thing to do to support this podcast dax do you have a review ready for us i got one all right this one comes from maybe p rose prosecco prosecco p rose cc 007 uh it says may 5th podcast i just choked on my tea do I have to F them or do they have to F me? Listen three times. I'm still laughing and they gave us five-star reviews. I remember this. Do you remember what this is referring to? Yeah. You gave me F Mary Kill with a few celebrities, but the thing was, it was male but it was celebrities. A dude. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, am I, you know, it's a big difference. <laughs> There's a big difference for men when you have to choose here at F Mary Kill because there's, there's a lot of things that, I don't know. Uh, I'm into. glad that we brought uh, some joy to P Rose CC 007 or Prosecco or whatever uh, your name is. I wish you guys put your names. Like, write your comment and then put your name at the bottom so I can give you, so I can identify you as a, a name, not just a username. Anyway, thank. I'm glad we uh, we brought some joy to your life. Adam brings joy to my life every day, makes me laugh like crazy. So I'm glad he does it for you guys as well. So thank you for taking the thank time you. and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Appreciate it mucho. Oh, All right. Dax. Well, Dax, while you're still speaking, keep speaking and tell us about our guest today. Oh, we've got two legendary people on the podcast today. We've got Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. You guys know him. You love him. One-fifth of one of the biggest boy bands of all time. And then Brian McFadden, who, if you were like us, grew up watching MTV, loved TRL. He was one of the other main faces that you would see out there day in and day out living my dream job brian chris welcome to the podcast guys brian chris thank you guys for coming on the podcast you guys have your own podcast where we're gonna get into that obviously chris we're gonna start with you nsync has taken over my algorithm lately (laughs) what is like been like you the last two weeks since the vmas there's a lot of speculation what is it like for you in the last weeks is your phone just going off the hook or what's what's your world like I don't. I don't understand what what happened. Was there like a? <laughs> uh, um, no, it's been it's been crazy. It's you know, my my phone obviously has been going off the hook. Uh, I think I think anybody who was in a band and hasn't done anything for twenty three years and then suddenly comes out with a new song, you know, are going to get that kind of response. But um, yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, more importantly, I think it was great with the guys and hanging out and falling back into our old ways and just clowning around together and and missing each other on that kind of level and not not being around you know we've we've been five individuals that have represented the band for 20 some years 
and now to represent the band as the band again is a lot of fun. Uh, how did how did it all come about? I mean, I think that's the big thing that I want to know. I'm like, you know, I see you guys up on stage. The world is freaking out, but like, how does something like this after twenty some years actually get put together? Because this people have been talking about an in sync reunion for the last twenty years, and they've wanted it. It's been exciting. Everyone's craving for it. But how does how does that first call happen? Well, there's you know there were a lot of little close calls or attempts or you know, things that all five of us at one point, hey, this is going on, what about this? And, you know, and this one was, this one was Justin finishing up Trolls and and going, you know, I got this song for everybody, I'd love for everybody to get on it, and, and we did. And that's kind of how that kind of all started. And I'm not sure what I can talk about with the strike and everything, I just know that you know, the five of us getting back together has been great. Yeah. Was this the first I, time I, you guys I think have... it's been it's been good for, for me too. It's like hanging out with like you know, you know how your friends get that nice new car and you're just like <laughs> you can't wait to get in it? It if you're if you're with somebody from NSYNC, especially like Chris, it's like you have your head like hanging out the window for everyone to see. It's been cool. It's I've been enjoying the ride with them. I could imagine it's a, and a shit great publicity for a new podcast that's oh my God. at the same time. It's unbelievable. It doesn't uh, hurt. Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you guys keep it quiet too? That was my other thing. Like you come out in an award show. Obviously, the VMAs is one of the most talked about shows, or at least this year was unbelievable. How do you stay quiet backstage? How do they keep you guys from from that news leaking? Um, I mean, there were hints here and there, and. A lot of the fans kind of assumed something. It was crazy. I think I got into New York on a Saturday or Sunday, maybe, and the VMAs were on a Tuesday. And as soon as soon as I landed, all the socials, you know, I was blowing up. Like, you know, we spotted JC in uh, on a plane headed in, and Joey's spotted in New York. Lance is spotted in New York. We know Justin's at this thing. All the guys are in New York. You know, so we've we've got some fans that have been really excited about, you know, us doing something or or keeping on top of that stuff. So anytime the five of us are together in the same city, you know, there's a lot of talk and, and they start to rumble. What are they doing? Why are they all there? And they knew the VMAs were coming up. So they kind of just assumed that that's where we'd be. But other than that, you know, our we all kept it tight lipped. I, I wanted to say some stuff so many times because nobody knew I was there. And I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> like, like I kind of felt like an idiot. I was like, am I just not going out to the right places or, but I kind of just hid. So that's probably why. Brian, were you there by the way? I mean, you've got your MTV history. I didn't know I was, this was something no, that you were like, I want to be a part of this. No, I was in Minnesota uh, hanging out with my pops. He, he having some health, health issues and we, but it's kind of interesting too, because I'm hanging out with a 77 year old man. <laughs> we're watching the VMAs as it's happening. It's like, it's, I, I think he, he fangirled the hell out of, uh, out of NSYNC and seeing Chris out there too. He's like, Oh, you know, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I think just because of, um, from my MTV experience to see your buddies go out on stage for the first time in many years and having the, basically the whole world watching, it was just, a. I I don't know. I, I knew it was going to be huge. I just didn't know it was going to be that huge. And it's, uh, it's pretty, it's, the question always is, is like, are they getting back together? And you're not going to hear not gonna any answers, <laughs> but um, I, it, that's what we're all wanting and waiting. Mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah, I think that was just a, that, that experience and seeing that, seeing those guys go across, seeing, seeing your buddy, Chris go across and like, I couldn't have been more proud of a friend. You just you just want the best for all your friends. But seeing something like that on a, on a stage on that platform was was pretty special. I think it's kind of cool homage too to the whole '90s, early 2000s. That you know it was on the VMAs, and mm -hmm. you know that's the last time we'd ever really done anything together was you know back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and just that whole era. Everybody from that era realizes that. Right before we walked out, you know, I was on the, me and JC were on one side and I looked at JC and I said, do you think they're going to remember us? But what I meant was, what I meant kind of was, is do you think they're going to accept us? Because I kind of figured they'd remember us, but, you know, I didn't know if we'd walk out and they'd be like, oh, these guys suck. 
you know, they're boy bands. <laughs> look, they all look like they're 90 years old and and all that. So it was more of I said, "Will they remember us?" But I said I meant in a good way because, and, it, and you know, it's just a throwback. It's it's everybody from that era sitting there going, "Man, this is us. This is us up there on stage being accepted by this whole new generation of kids." There's something else I want to add too. When I'm watching it with this uh, 70, basically a geriatric. <laughs> you know, watching with Pops, he thought Taylor Swift was one of the wives because she was freaking out so hard. <laughs> so, I, I had to explain it. That's the biggest pop star in the entire world. And she's fangirling over NSYNC. And if that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. She's fangirling over the Kansas City Chiefs now. <laughs> yeah, right, dude? Come on. Actually, Chris, I, I was going to say, you know, Taylor was probably one of the biggest names at the VMAs, did you get to go up there? Did she come up to you guys backstage? Did you guys have, well, besides that, was there any interaction besides on stage with, between you and her? Um, you know, we were, we were in and out, so we didn't really stay for much of anything. But um, as we were walking out and the whole way in the back, because she had to be out front because, you know, I think she was up for every award that night because it's Taylor Swift and she's amazing. But when we were walking back and, you know, it was, it was honestly like, genuine because she kept looking at us what are you guys doing i have to know right now like even when the cameras weren't following we were backstage she was like you guys better let me know like tell me what you're doing right now and and you know it was just kind of really flattering because she really she really between her and probably beyonce you know the two of them own the planet right now and they can't do any wrong and they're just you know amazing artists amazing talents and for her to be like that to us was just you know, mind blowing. And it was like, yeah, but you're Taylor Swift. I mean, my son loves Taylor Swift. You know, it's, it's, my son doesn't, my son doesn't even know, except for when people come up to me, he doesn't know that I ever did anything. And he goes, why was Taylor Swift making such a big deal? You know? And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. That's awesome. Does she ask for a picture backstage or does anything like any of that go down? No, it didn't get that weird. No, no, I, no. But I always wonder, because if she is a super fan, I got to imagine she goes, can I get a photo with you guys? Yeah, I think well, that would be we've amazing. Had, we've had opportunities before with her, and I know there will be you know, more opportunities to come. So you know, well, so... we would have got a picture with her. Are you kidding me? Is that it? <laughs> well, actually, so this past week, we find out that Usher is doing the halftime show. I think a lot of people thought when they saw NSYNC at the MTV MAs that NSYNC would possibly do the halftime show. Was there any discussion with you guys internally, or did you get any calls about doing the halftime show for the Super Bowl? No, I think that was just a rumor. That was, I think people were trying to manifest that into being because that was never even on the table. We never discussed that. There's a whole other crazy plan of, you know, what we're doing, what we're not doing, or or what's possibilities with all that stuff. So, you know, that that was that was never that was never discussed. I think that was just like I said, people manifesting it. Now, when you guys got back in studio, was it like just jumping right back in, like no time had passed, or what was that like? That moment when you guys are like, "Holy shit, this is actually happening!" And actually, I said, were you guys all together, or were you guys in all different parts of the country, and you send in your vocals? How did that all come together? No, we actually we recorded that. I mean, a while ago. I think it was back in March. We recorded a um, some music back in March, and um, we went in each of us one at a time, but we all went in. Like the, everybody, when Lance was in, I was there. When Joey was in, me and Lance were there. Uh, when JC, JC is the only one that kind of snuck in early, you know, to do his stuff. When I was there, uh, I think Lance was there. So, you know, and, and of course, Justin was there the whole time. So there was a lot of, uh, a lot of us intermingling in there. And it, it was like old hat. I mean, we all have specific parts that we know we do. Um, in every song, it's like we've got a we've got our range, and we went in, laid the song down, and and I think we clowned around more than we recorded, so it worked out great. Now, Brian, do you go? Can I join in on this? You know, it's interesting. Is you um, can't sing. It's, <laughs> no, but I would be like, can I wait, just be wait, a part of it? Wait, I just want to sit and watch this go down. Wait, uh, that's a great question. Just to get just to answer this real quick, Chris, we're, we harmonize well together now. No, we and do the not. The beginning was a little shaky. <laughs> we, don't, we don't harmonize at all. You have two people have to. Har you just sing, and I harmonize with you. We don't no, harmonize no, no, we, together. I, a, I bought us a pitch pipe so we could be on on 
<laughs> on key together, whatever you want to call it. And I got to tell you, know the improvements that I've made since the eighth grade. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, no, I, I think as a friend, like, I, I don't know how he was able to keep quiet for so long. I remember like going over to his house for barbecues or to hang out around the pool and with the family and, and he couldn't say a word. He's just like, he's, I just remember one time I was in a kitchen with Chris and he said to me, he's like, he goes, man, you have no idea. This is going to be huge. And I was thinking he was talking about the podcast. <laughs> but it's uh, just just you know, kudos to him when it, but when I found out that that's what was going on I was like oh my god I, I was wondering if it, if the lid was going to be blown off uh, of everything and and you know to NSYNC's credit and to their team no one really said anything until like the last couple of days so it was like hearsay is that is this really going to happen and then it finally happened I was like holy shit this is this is pretty big that's Brian cool. you know you are a big part of MTV history, at least for me. You know, Chrissy, you as well. But Brian, you were, you had the job that I think every single young kid at home, every single young kid who o- almost wanted to be a broadcaster, they wanted your job. How is MTV? You know, I know a lot of jobs have changed over the years as far as presidents and people's roles in MTV have changed. But you being such a big part of MTV history, is MTV good to their alumni? Like, if you want to go to the VMAs, can you make a phone call and get tickets? Or are they? How do they treat their fellow employees like you? Oh boy. On camera, please. You know, this they're is allowed to go on ridiculousness <laughs> anytime they want. <laughs> Wait, they still have shows? Is that what's going? On? Um, I haven't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can't really say that. You know, I've been invited to come back for anything other than like I did stuff for the TRL reunion. Um, but as far as the VMA is concerned, I don't. God, that would suck to get. You know, if I was like, you know, I really want to go to the VMAs, and I'm alumni, maybe I can pick up the phone and make a call. I should be able to go. I should be able to get and like walk there. I haven't really done that. Um, I, I, don't, I can't speak for other, so that other means people. No. <laughs> Chris, when you- He's tearing up. You got, got his emotions again. Well, I'm now hanging out with arguably the greatest um, boy band of all time. And I got to be with the fifth member of NSYNC. So maybe, maybe next year. I can I'm the first out. member of NSYNC, bro. Yeah, he's the original. Right? I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about Lance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long have you guys known each other, by the way? Long mm. time. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's, are uh, we going we, back to like met. TRL days? Is that when oh, you yeah. guys first met? Or okay, yeah, it was. Cool. Uh, I, th- I thought it was like we had we were bromancing from afar. Mm-hmm. It, it was cool because like the insane to me, the, those guys were like the fun guys from like out of all the groups that were around that time, that era, because everyone was so close to the, to age, but those guys like seem like they gen and, and I'm not talking about the other boy bands or the other pop groups or anything like that, but these guys seemed like they were bro- like brothers and they were easy to hang around, hang around and they all like to do the same thing. So it was, it was a, fun, a lot of fun to hang out with um, the guys from insane for sure. But when uh, we met was at the TRL class of 99 photo shoot. And I was just this baby, like news guy with frosted tips, and I was like walking into like TRL heaven. You, you know, you see Lenny Kravitz, you got everyone from NSYNC, um, ding, you've got ding, 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 ding. Um, Britney Spears, <laughs> Christina Aguilera, Goo Goo Dolls, Limp Biscuit, um, Tyrese, Destiny's Child. Tell me if I'm leaving anyone out. It was uh, it. He it left was, out Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, I did say I did say Google dolls, um, but I yeah it was it, it was like so I got to see these guys I got to hang out with them and I, oh uh, Jennifer Lopez P Diddy but I remember hanging out with the boys um, talking to them and I was nervous as can be because I didn't feel I was like what how am I here my contest winner this is so weird and behind us this is you know that this band is one of the biggest bands of all time you know NSYNC was fangirling over Jennifer Lopez it was uh, was just right behind us. And I was just like, this is so surreal. Jennifer Lopez is right here. She's talking to P. Diddy. <laughs> and I've got the guys from NSYNC. Carson Daly comes over. And we're also, I'm, I'm like, I, this, is gonna, this is gonna be a picture for life. And this it's one of my favorite pictures that, that we all say, have together. That definitely has to be one of those surreal moments where you're like, where the hell am I right now? How yeah. did I get here? You know, for, and then Chris, have you ever had one of those moments where you look around and you're like, 
how did I get in this room or how did our band become this popular that I'm here right now? Did you ever have one of those moments? Every day. Every day I wake up in the morning, every day I look out, you know, it's 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 one of those things that where I came from, this wasn't supposed to happen to kids like me mm-hmm. or, you know, you, you, you don't this this wasn't even winning the lottery like my wife likes to buy scratch off tickets and I tell her to stop because we, we don't, you know, we're not, we already won the lottery. You know, this was, this was a lottery that you, you can't even win. Like this was just so unbelievable. Our fans are amazing. You know, it's been, it's been more than amazing to be with those four guys. And, and, you know, like Brian said, we, we do clown around like we're brothers because we basically are brothers, you know, it's, it's, we've, we've all, grown up together we've all got to do some crazy stuff together we've all made jokes we've we've learned life experiences together and and how we deal with them so you know to 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 be around those guys every day it's 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 a pinch myself moment but i chris i need you i need you to name drop right now tell me the, the most surreal room you've been in with the coolest celebrities um, I think I think that one of the most surreal times I ever had wasn't that long ago. I think it was 2015, maybe. Uh, we did the SNL's 40th anniversary special, and uh, yeah. my wife and I went up to New York. And when we walked in, the whole audience was anyone who's ever performed or hosted or wow. been a cast member of SNL. So, you know, you're sitting there and you, your neck, is just breaking the entire time because it's a who's who it's, it's, it's a comic con of all comic cons. It's, it's like, it's just unbelievable when you look around and who you're sitting next to and who's in front of you and who's behind you. And then of course the after party, uh, I think Taylor Swift got up, Prince got up and sang and Jay-Z and Beyonce showed up later. And, and you're, you're at the bar with Dan Aykroyd, um, you know, Chevy Chase, all these guys are all there. And there was, you know, except for maybe the bar, the servers and the bartenders, everybody in that entire place was famous. And it was just so, so mind blowing and, and, and hard to, you know, it was, it was almost like I was like, I, I got to wake up from this. This is getting really weird right now. But it was it was definitely probably the most surreal moment I've ever had. Did you do you remember who you sat next to in the audience that night? Um, I think, um, I'm not sure if JC was there. So I think it was me, Joey and Lance and Justin, I think was doing some stuff for the show still. So, um, he was running around there, but, uh, I know there was, uh, we had, um, who was around there? Um, I think MC Hammer was right there. Wow. Uh, uh, the fly, um, Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, yeah, Goldblum, yeah, was there. The fly, I love the fly. <laughs> yeah. a, a lot. Of, we had a lot of the cast members, but there were so many people. They actually had an overflow audience into Seth uh, Meyers' uh, His studio. Studio, yeah. So there were yeah. people in there, and that was like a, a a list of people too. So it was just it was it was it, it was it was unbelievable. Do you, so, Chris, it sounds weird. And Brian, I, I want to know, you know, as far as people in your phone book and Chris, so when you get a text message just say, from Justin, there's mm-hmm. a little part about you. If someone's in the room, like, guys, look who just texted me, Justin Timberlake. Or does that like, cause Justin, he, became, he, he is a star, you know, like Justin, not just music, but and he got into film and he's made some really good business moves. But do you get to get a little bit not starstruck, but it's like, holy shit. Like you're, you're more careful with that text message back than you are with the average person. Absolutely not. No, that, that, you know, it's, it's, there, there are some people in my phone that if they text me, I'm like, Oh, I gotta, you know, this person just texts me. I gotta, you know, be careful. Those ones, not, not with Justin, not with the guys. It's, it was never, you know, it's been amazing to watch him on everything. And, and those are moments where I'm like, wait, that's Justin, you know, but I mean, I've, I've known him since he was like 12, 13 years old. And, you know, I've always been like a big brother and he's always been like my little brother. So I feel like I, I can get away with a lot more than anyone else. And and I say what's on my mind. And sometimes, you know, people get offended. But 
I mean, him and I get into fights. We got we, we got into a fight one night in the studio, and it was just an argument. And the next day, it was all squashed, and and everything was back to normal because, you know, they are your brothers. They are. It's it's never been a. I think it was more of being shocked that he was being this big, like being in movies, making all these records now, hosting certain things or being on SNL or whatever it was. You know, those were the moments that I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy. But if he calls me, it's just, you know, it's it's, it's him. Or if he texts me, it's 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 him. So it's like if if we don't talk for a week, um, a, two weeks later, it's like, you know, we didn't skip a day. So th- there's, there's never been any, any kid gloves or anything with his text, but there are people on my phone that I do definitely go, Oh, you know, be careful what you say, or let me text them back or, Hey, look who texts me. Who's the most famous person you got in your phone? Brian McFadden. <laughs> the, Sir Brian the Brian. Brian From there, it just goes down to B list. MTV people. <laughs> what? Actually, Brian, I'm, me... on, I'm on right now with Chris Kirkpatrick <laughs> from NSYNC. <laughs> Brian, let me ask you this. We'll, I want to. I have a question for both of you, but I want to start with you, Brian. What was your most embarrassing moment that ever happened in front of a celebrity? Have you had like you know, especially you hostings and some stuff? I'm sure you've asked uh, someone maybe a question they weren't really appreciative of i don't know if it was um embarrassing i I, because i was worried that they were able to see it it's the first time i ever hosted uh trl and carson was in uh la new york and you remember how the times square studios were with that big window and there was this band called in sync coming on and i don't think i've ever been more scared or frightened in my entire life and i couldn't stop shaking from the moment that they came to me to my office on the 23rd floor at mtv saying hey you're up kid and I left MTV News to go to do TRL. And this was the biggest band at the time. Well, we, I knew it so much. Like, I think Mayor Giuliani cleared out, this is when you were able to drive through Times Square. They, he cleared out um, Times Square so thousands and thousands of kids could be in the studio or in, uh, outside the studio. And as soon as I went on stage to just do rehearsal, you could feel the whole floor shake because of, of all the kids that were outside. And so I'm like walking closer. I'm like, and I'm hearing my IFB just during rehearsal. Don't walk over to the window. It's going to scare you. And I, I walked over the window and I looked down. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I thought I was going to have a panic attack. So I go into, you go through the hair and makeup and they're like, you okay? I get a phone call from uh, Carson Daly basically telling me, he's like, hey, you know, treat this. High. It was the best advice I've ever received from from another host, uh, especially for a show that big and the most iconic show ever at that time. And he said, he goes, have a good time, pretend like the audience is your house and these are your friends coming in and try not to suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I left and then when I had NSYNC come on, I couldn't stop shaking. So I, I was thinking the whole time that these guys are singing to me, I, I look like, oh, that looks weird. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> you might not want to do that like but, that. But, but I, I couldn't stop shaking and I thought they all knew that I was that nervous. So what I did is I, t- I took the microphone and put it to my chest. And the whole entire time that they were in, I was just thinking that it was, that they could see my nerves. Now, Chris, I remember during that time, like how Brian's explaining, where it's just massive crowds of people. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever feel unsafe because of the pandemonium of fans and rushing you guys everywhere you would go? Was there ever a moment where you're just like, I don't feel comfortable? Um, we had really good security and, and <clears throat> we had good faith in them. But I mean, there's a lot of times when things would happen, especially you know, different things at award shows or after parties or <clears throat> certain things where your security's not right there with you or sitting next to you or whatever. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of those opportunities. But for the most part, it was kind of, you know, business as usual. We knew how to handle things. I think security a lot of times were there just to make us not look like the bad guy. If we had like 100 people wanted an autograph or something saying, you know, we don't have time for this for 100 people right now. And I don't want to do one or two, but um, but yeah, for the most part, it was it, we, it, we always felt pretty secure and and pretty safe. There there was obviously a few few times that that didn't happen, but you know for the most part, security had us. Getting to that point where you know you you become so famous and watching Chris with his fans, um, he's he's the same if not better with his fans um, from like you know the 
ultra famous you know person he was back in you know the late 90s to you know early because i'm old and fat now i have to be where is that <laughs> we did a you're working out man yeah. <laughs> see your cheekbones yeah cool. um so we were uh doing a live show recently and i watched chris and i was like he's still with the same fan and there's this long line for people to get his autograph and take pictures and stuff like that but he, he was taking the time because that person came from wherever just to just to be with him and it wasn't like you know one of those meet and greets where chris is getting paid he just was you know just out of his his own time and granted he barely had any time so i, I thought that was like oh okay cool there's some there, i'm there's, cool bro there's yeah <laughs> we still so, pretty impressed you know back to chris you know the you know obviously you guys recorded a new song have you guys spoken since? Like, where does it stand now as far as the future of you guys making music together? I mean, you can always say, you always say never say never. But, I mean, does part of that feel like, based on the reaction you got from everything from the VMAs, are things leaning in that direction? Um, you know, things things are leading, leaning in a lot of directions. There's not, um, there's not futures that aren't, signed or unsigned so there's really you know there's a lot of options we've done a lot together and you know we enjoy each other's company and and like we've said a million times uh we do enjoy hanging out so hanging out could be doing music it could be just hanging out you know this could be this could be the start of us just taking trips every month together to you know, hang out again and meet our, and really get to enjoy our families and, and the intermingling in our families and, and talking kids and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I wouldn't rule anything out, but you know, the plans are, the plans are kind of all tight to the chest right now and, and we'll see where it goes. That's a great answer. That is a good answer. He's, he's answered that question a thousand times since he stepped off. <laughs> favorite question. But he does it, and, and each answer is different. Like At least, at least I'm not being asked, is there any chance of a reunion? God, right. that was like, that was beating a dead horse. Every time we do an interview, I'm just sitting there going, you can just, just ask it, just ask it, get it out of the way. And finally it happened. We yeah, waited 20-some years for it, and it happened. I love there it. There you go. Was that moment when you guys walked out, were you, were you pretty nervous? Or you're, not, you're used to being on a stage in front of tons and tons of people at this point. But this is a different stage, I feel, for you. No, I mean, one thing I can tell you is when, I'm, when the five of us are together, there's, there's no crowd too big or there's no... You know, I mean, we played Rock and Rio in front of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. We did the Super Bowl halftime. When I'm with those four guys, there's it changes your confidence. Like, like me going out by myself and doing some stuff. Sure, there's some shows where I'm like, "Ooh, it's got a little nerves going here" or something. Mm -hmm. But when I'm with the guys, there's no, there's it's it's business as usual. And I got to know, backstage, you guys did a bunch of social media videos where you're like, you know, having fun. Who is the one coordinating the videos? That was actually the next day. We had a, we went into the record label and, um, you know, just kind of all of us coordinated. Uh, Lance is big on social medias. Uh, Justin's starting to get, you know, his feet wet in social media. So there was a lot of you know, hey, we should do this too, and we should do this if, you know, for promo for anything that we have going on. So, but th there wasn't like a third party that's like, hey, you guys, this would be fun to do. It's like you guys coming up with great social media content. Yeah, I yeah, love I don't know that. If it was great. We, we think it was kind of corny and dumb, but you know, it's fun to do. I'm I'm actually getting bigger on it now and having a blast. You know, what's interesting is I I texted Chris about the. Uh, um, the moment that Lance and Chris were at the dressing rooms at Abercrombie, it was one of the funniest moments because it was like, it, it took me back, not just, you know, knowing Chris and Lance, but it took me back 20 years because that's how goofy those guys were. They were always yeah. so playful and they would do those bits like, but cameras weren't on them when they're doing that. So this time it was, it was kind of a nice throwback to that. And the fans I know ate that up. Oh, of course. But, People are loving Chris, it. Chris, I'm, I'm shocked you didn't even stay for the whole VMAs, which I'm not shocked because I've heard stories nobody stays for the entire show. It's a long show and it's a lot of work just to get out of there. If you stay the entire time, that means you'll never get out. 
were you guys really just in and out? You guys did your thing and left, or and then because I I think my friend has a bar in New York City, the White Horse Tavern. You guys went there afterwards. Yep. Yep. Who's your friend? <laughs> my my source. Uh, oh, you have uh, a source, not a friend. Hold on a second. Uh, I don't want. I don't That's want to throw different. anybody. I don't want. I don't want to throw anybody. Uh, nice to nice to turn uh, it around. Yeah, That's I don't different. want to throw actually, anybody. Actually, under, I think uh, I want to say I want to say the White Horse Tavern was a different night. Me, Joey, and Justin went out there. Um, but we had we had a friend that had a restaurant too, right by the White Horse, and um, we went over there, and and it was kind of like a you know, let's hang out. And because we didn't get a lot of time that day and we, they wanted to keep us separated to keep it kind of quiet up until then. So that was kind of our opportunity to talk about everything, talk about was, what was going on and, and eat some great food. Yeah. White horse, but you're at the white horse tavern, you know, Aton runs a good spot there. And, uh, so you're there hanging out. It's not, there's no, as far as I know, there's no private rooms there. So when you're hanging out at a bar, does, are people seeing you guys? What was, are you f- afraid of people with their cell phones shooting you guys all together? What was going on? No, well, that when we were at the White Horse, it was only me, Joey, and Justin. And uh, they, I like we, how you say only. It doesn't matter. Any of you guys are the being best together is like a, a big deal for the rest of us. Yeah, well, I mean, of, of the band, only only the, the three of us, not all five of us. Um, but uh, yeah, the yeah, of the group. We've got security, and you know, security kind of sits right by, and gives you. You want to have your space, like it's it's nice to, you know, be back to normal and and talk like a normal human being, and not have to worry about security guys sitting there listening to everything you say and saying this, that, and the other. But you know, more importantly, if if somebody comes up, they're like, hey, you know, give them their space, or you know, so it was it was it was pretty easy to do. Man. Seems it's, crazy to have security just standing around your table, but I—that's just a whole different level of fame that I would—I can't even comprehend. But I mean, I get it; it makes sense. You don't want people up in your business every moment of the day. Actually, mm-hmm. speaking of partying, having drinks, this question is for—you know, Brian. I'm going to start with you. What was the coolest party you've been to? Not even like oh. I'm not talking about a frat party back in Nebraska. I want to know about like celebrity party. You're at this party. Those were it, those were fun wild thing. I'm sure it was. It's Nebraska. It's There's nothing else to do. But um. here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it is my birthday on on Sunday, so it's be nice. <laughs> um, I uh, I think I well, it was a a lot of the MTV parties like in New York were a lot of fun, especially the after parties. SNL parties were a good time, but I think the most memorable party I ever went to was in Cannes, and I was dating Nikki Hilton at the time. Ding. <laughs> and it was a it was a who's who of a party. I mean, it was like every A list star, um, like whoever was like big at that time was there at this this party. And I remember when um, you could you could even look this. I think it was like in in all the tabloids. Melanie Griffith lost her wedding ring. I don't know if you guys remember this at oh, all. Shit. And no. she lost it. She lost the diamond of her of her ring or something like that at this party. But because the party was just filled with celebrities, there was like no hanger on. It was literally it was all celebrities. Everyone was on their hands and knees looking for her ring. And I was like, this is so surreal. I got Johnny Lang, um, uh, Sting was on stage, uh, Ricky Martin. Um, and then when they finally found it, we we're all going to go eat. Um, Bono comes up to me and I'm like, oh my God, Bono knows who I am. This is d- unbelievable. I was one of my favorite artists of all time. It's, I love you too. It's a, it, was, it was such a bucket list moment. He came up to me and started talking to me. And do you know, like the peanuts, the sound of the of the mom on the phone? Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't hear anything he was saying. I couldn't, nothing was coming. I was just like, the whole time I kept thinking, Nikki, get out the disposable camera, take pictures, please. That's kind of a great point because that's kind of what's cool about our podcast is we give celebrities and people the opportunity to tell stories like this. And yeah. you don't feel like, oh, I'm just like, I'm going to feel like an ass because I'm name dropping these people. Cause you know, when you hear it, you're like, God, that sounds conceited or you're telling stories, but those are the stories that people like to, to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those yeah. stories with other celebrities, the crazy, I lost my wedding ring or whatever it is. And then, you know, we just kind of make light of it and sit there and say, it's, it's fine. We're giving you carte blanche to talk about other celebrities. Sure. We're going to ding a bell and call you out, but we want you to ding the bell. Like mm-hmm. we want to hear these stories. That's the fun of it. 
I, yeah, I agree with you. I love the stories. It's carte blanche for anyone to tell a story and, and drop a few names because that's the name of the game. Well, I think in general, and Chris, Dax, Brian, we all relate to this. Like, we're all fans. So right. there's always those moments that we have. Mm-hmm. And we go to a party, we go to an event, we're like, oh, sh- you know who's over there? That's cool. It's, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's never like we're. It it's always we're still just fans at the end of the day. So it's always it never gets old. You know, mm-hmm. I'm never too cool to be at the party. I'm always the guy who's appreciative because again, I never thought I'd be at the party. I never thought I'd be in the room. And once you're in the room, I think that's what kind of keeps you uh I don't know, it, it doesn't get you uh I'm still not jaded. I still get excited when I'm in the, like this morning right. interview, name job Jeff Probes, the host of Survivor. Oh, huge name. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Dude, that guy looks great though, by the way. He's I I think they're on like the season forty two. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's, I said to him, I was like, You have the best job in tv like everyone talks about these game show hosts the drew carry as soon as you get one of those jobs you never leave those jobs because it's the best role and i said jeff you have one of those jobs that people don't really include your name in that list he's like you're right i was like yeah you get to go to fiji what yeah. twice a year for a month and you host a show i mean come on how bad can it be yeah and and you like, don't no, have to survive game. man you're sitting in your hotel room you come in on a boat and go okay survivors here's what you're gonna do today see you later <laughs> i'm going to have steak He's so eating well. True. He really has. I I said to him, you have the and he looks incredible. Like he just looks well yeah. rested. I don't know. And actually, this is a question for you, Chris. Who is the one celebrity, male wise, when you seen in person? Maybe you saw him back in the day. We're like, man, this guy's in good shape. The one you're like, this guy has their shit together. Because I saw again, I saw Jeff Probes this morning. The guy looks incredible. He's thin. He's healthy. Just he's vibrant. His skin. Is there one male celebrity you've seen in person? Like, man, this guy's a stud. Man, we just interviewed him. I was just going to say that. We just had him on. This guy's like, I can't believe he's fifth. What is he, 54? Um, <laughs> Who is it? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Donovan Schick. Who? He, uh, he I didn't was... hear the name. Sorry, cut out. Who'd you say? Oh, sorry. Jonathan Sheck. Okay. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he is jacked. Dude, he's huge. He's ripped. Like he is so cut up and he actually was giving me hint, hit like tips. He's like, Oh yeah, I've got this nutritionist I'm going to get you with. And I'm like, what about Brian? <laughs> Brian's nutritionist. What about, what about him? Like, right? oh, yeah, that's... No, he's, 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 he's an incredible shape. Like he's a, he's a specimen for sure. Guys in his mid fifties and he looks like that. He's just like a Greek God. Yeah. So, so what kind of guests are you guys having on Name Drop? Like, are, are we talking all types of celebrities? Like, wh- what's your what's your guest lineup? That's it. There's no ceiling. Do you want you want to take this one, Chris? No, go ahead. Yeah. So there, there's no there's no uh, there's no ceiling. It's the one thing that we're, we we're dealing with Name Drop. We're not pigeonholing ourselves by just having our friends on from our you know era uh, in the sun. You know, so we we're gonna have on uh, every everyone from like every genre. Um, from from influencers, actors. race car drivers, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. So it's and it's just if you're able to have these names that we want because we want to hear these stories because they're so special and a lot of times they get hidden because we're one we don't want to sound like we're being braggadocious name dropping. Um, but this is this is show that we're, we can actually do that and then you know poke fun at ourselves for for doing so anyway. I love it. So the the concept for someone who hasn't uh, checked out your show is basically you're just getting people on, talk about stories, talk about events, talk about things in their life and who was around at that time, basically. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like a podcast Comic-Con, you know, it's, it's what you've done and, and all the achievements you've made. And then your awesome stories that maybe you've never had a chance to tell before about people. And whether whether they're a name drop or not, you know, we will ding the bell on your third grade, you know, elementary school. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 fun just to, you know, to to interact and and to understand how, you know, people are such a part of our lives and how they're a part of our stories. And, you know, maybe we maybe we're too busy with the story and you don't really focus on the people. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think about the beginning and how this all came about and the four of us were together. I don't know if you remember that or not. Um, we're at uh, Sweet Stock in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. yes. And we, we hadn't seen each other in years and we were on stage and we were like, wow, this is, 
That's <laughs> literally where this whole mm-hmm. thing started. Yeah, and it, we it, were it, there for the the beginning of your guys' podcast journey. Yeah. Yes, we were I sweating watching this happen. Oh, was it hot or what? Dude? I don't think I've ever been so hot in my entire life. Miserable. You guys had the good trailer, though. You had all the booze in the trailer. We had the booze, and there was a little bit of AC in there. But damn, Omaha was hot that day. It was like in the middle of a field, no wind at all. I I literally was just sweating buckets out there. Well, once the show ended, we couldn't wait because we're like, it's dark. Let's go to the bar, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Once the show ended, we thought... We we talked about getting together and doing something, and I knew that Chris was uh, in Nashville. And he's like, "Well, when you get to Nashville, let's let's do it." I thought it was all drunk talk. I think a couple weeks later, I'm like, "I'm here. Let's talk." You know, and that's, that's kind so of how, how it all began. Hey, can I, can I, I name drop drunk talk to you? Said you were here, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." <laughs> I think I remember we were told where the after party was, and then. It wasn't there, so I think you guys kind of ditched us, is what I remember. Yeah, you guys did your own private party. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, what happened is, what happened was, you guys walked in the bar and. <laughs> you guys had security up around you and wouldn't let us get close. I remember that. Yeah. Police Academy. Oh my God, that's the best. Was that Blue Oyster? Was it? What was it called? Blue the, Oyster Club. The Blue, Blue Oyster Club. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to name drop about that weekend. That weekend was it was a hot one. Uh, first time in Nebraska. But of all the groups, we have to say O Town was actually really nice guys. We enjoyed talking to O Town. Yeah, we guys. were very surprised by ninety eight degrees. How they were? They just didn't interact with anyone. Not even for like the other performers they were just like in and out i thought that i was like shocked i was like really like i thought they're like i thought i really was shocked because a little bit. everyone else was like so interactive like i people running out to the crowd i remember chris you were out in the crowd i remember mark mcgrath was hanging out with people and oh, I love very mark. chatty behind yeah. the scenes i loved it um i agree they were like in the back up on stage and then out again and i was like you know what i loved about surprised. that show it was like a reunion of sorts for me i know chris has been out um on the road with uh the pop 2k tour pop 2000 tour um with a lot of the same guys and he's been able to do that but for me it was like being able to see these guys for the first time it was kind of an emotional experience if i didn't have I mean, if I, I feel like if I had like a couple more drinks, I'd probably be like crying on Chris's shoulder. It was like, it was awesome. Brian, you only need to have two there. drinks to cry on my shoulder. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> hey, I'm really that. feeling saucy. I'm like, <laughs> I only had two beers. Pass out. <laughs> He's a lightweight. I'm a lightweight. Oh, that's so funny. Well, do you guys have any uh, guests coming up on your podcast that we uh, we can pitch out, we can tease? Yeah, um, Colby Calais got a new album that's uh, dropping. Uh, um, I believe next week, and we have her on the show. Um, oh, she's a cool one. Yeah, she's amazing. She, she looks great too. Song's great. She, was, she just did this new uh, single with uh, Cheryl Crow. Um, we've got uh, O Town, uh, obviously our boys right BB there. BB Mac. BB Mac. Um, and then uh, um, Sh- uh, Shake, Jonathan Shake. Um, who, else do, who else do we have? I forget. But Me. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Chris, Kirk, Chris Kirkpatrick. So we we are recording this before you drop your first episode, but it's releasing after your first episode. So what is your first episode about? I think it's very important for us to, it's about Chris Kirkpatrick and all his tattoos. Um, It's, I think it's very important for, uh, for us to, to talk to uh, uh, Chris because of what just went on, Mm -hmm. not even just writing on the coattails of what just happened because we totally are. Um, But I think it's important to hear from him and, and ask him, you know, the, the, the most important question, which are you guys going to answer, but I'm not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer it. And I don't want you to answer it yet. Cause he makes, he gives his answers and he was, he got, he got pretty emotional, I think, um, but while giving these answers and what I, my favorite part was like, it was a very candid interview. That wasn't like Barbara Walters esque. How do you close. say all this stuff with such a straight face? <laughs> Like, I think I'm you saying, believe your own lies half the I'm time. I'm just saying, the thing is, I asked him the question that we all want to know. In sync, who's going on tour with you guys? You know, that kind of thing. But I'm not, right, Chris, don't, don't answer it because, like, I want it to be a surprise. And it's a big surprise for the first episode with, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's now, Brian, is it hard to be teased, bro? 
Uh, Brian, you've interviewed everyone. Is it hard to interview someone who you are such good friends with that you know all the answers to your questions, essentially? What Chris is different because you don't know which Chris you're getting. And and on top of that, too, his, he's he's got more, he, probably one of the best storytellers I've ever heard. So you ask him a question. I don't like to ask him anything until we get up on um, we, we get up on set um, because because he's that great of a storyteller. It's like it sucks when you're a great storyteller. You're like, I already told it. Chris doesn't like to tell the same story twice. So you get you get so I change it. <laughs> I um, make lies. But yeah, it is it's hard too because sometimes you want to ask these questions and you know personally like you probably shouldn't. He'll tell me. Chris he doesn't hold back, but dude, stop. <laughs> Who's yeah. the one person you are like, we need to get on our podcast? We want to hear the stories. Definitely who? Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, Garth yeah. Brooks. Okay. That's a well, you're both in Nashville. Who do you guys see? Who do you run into? Like, have you seen Garth Brooks in Nashville? Have you seen oh, yeah. Taylor in yeah. Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. I Are just, you friendly with that? Garth, I've never met Garth, but what from what I've heard, he's super nice. Yeah, amazingly nice. Yeah, he's Garth, like, incredibly nice. His wife Garth is probably COVID. even nicer too. Yeah. Yeah, really? Garth is uh, one of the sweetest. Was one of the, uh, probably the sweetest person I've ever met in this industry. Really? What, yeah. what makes and, him and, so kind? He's, well, he's the guy that can walk into a restaurant or a bar and nobody would know it's him. I've never met a chameleon like this. He can blend into any, it, it, you're, it's unbelievable unless he's wearing his cowboy hat. And I was going to say, does he just on. take off his hat and then no one recognizes him? He goes to Fenwick's, yeah. he goes to Fenwick's in Berry Hill all the time with he uh, wears a mustache. good friends and nobody, <laughs> nobody comes up a, to the table. They don't just walk by him, nothing. What's that? He dresses up as Chris Gaines and he goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I who know I think who really blends in in a room who I've saw at a party. He was like, "That's him," and you might think I'm an idiot for this, but Kenny Chesney, without the hat, like he walked into a room. I was like, "Oh, that's Kenny Chesney." Like he, uh, granted, this was a a big celebrity party, but I had no idea that was him. He kind of did not stand out, and not in a bad way. He just kind of. You know, without the uniform on, you just kind of a little guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know who I always, I always can't believe it. If I see it at a party, I'm like, that's him, and blends in amazing is Shaquille O'Neal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> walks in and you, you're like, wait, that's him? There's no way. I thought that was just some normal dude. Yeah. I was surprised too, like hanging out with Chris because I remember, like, you know, hanging out with the guys from when it was in sync in the t- 2000s and going to like events with Chris or games or hanging out um, at restaurants, people come up to Chris and, and it's never about NSYNC. It's always about the, in the shows that he just recently did. And my son, this is probably the biggest name drop of all time. My son freaked out because he found out that Chris is the voice of Chip Skylark. He just lost his marbles. What's that? I said he lost his marbles yeah, finding yeah. that out. Freaked out because he like he didn't care if it was in sync because we're old. <laughs> but he he was like fangirling the fact that Chris was like this amazing this cartoon. He goes, Chris could probably go to any college town and have drinks for free if he wanted to, just <laughs> because he was Chip Skylark. That's yeah. so funny. I love it. Well, you guys, thank you so much for for joining us and for anyone. Uh, highly recommend go check out name drop their new podcast anywhere you want to download your podcast um, and listen to it give them feedback obviously we, we talk about how important reviews are for people go leave them some reviews what you feel like and uh, it's always very helpful as a podcaster to hear back from the fans so I love hearing your guys' stories. I'm excited to hear more name dropping all over your guys' podcast and hear your stories that uh, I mean, we've got a lot of great stories out of both of you because we've had you guys both on solo episodes throughout um, the years. Um, so if you want to listen to Brian's episode or Chris's episode, we've had you guys on. Great stuff there. Um, so highly, highly encourage you guys to check out those ones as well. But thank you guys for coming and chatting and having a just good time. I know you guys are both busy, so we appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. It, it means a lot. Uh, always good time talking to those guys. I, I like people that just kind of keep it real and just have fun and they're still having fun. A hundred percent, dude. The po- I like the uh, concept of the, the podcast. podcast. I, I think yeah. it's, I think it's a, it's, it's the stories that we love the most on our show. When people talk about parties and run-ins, I love it. So creating an entire podcast around it, just no brainer in my mind. I love it. Yeah. I love when people just, I love when people banter about some of the cool things that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to sometimes talk about those stories with people because I think internally for me, 
I don't want to come off like a douche, but people love hearing those stories. I think it's internal. It, sometimes I know. <laughs> But don't you ever feel like that? Don't you ever feel weird talking about some of the cool experiences you've done because you don't want to feel like you're bragging? It's almost yeah. like, you, you know, you are a fan, number one. Number two, you worked hard to earn your spot in the room. And well, you, you just know want why? to enjoy it. I think that's why the podcast has been fun for me is because these are stories that I don't tell anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about them. We've now had the the ability to talk about all these fun moments because we know people want to hear them. But I don't ever talk about this stuff. I, I don't walk up to a friend and say, oh, guess what? Let me tell you about this time at Katsuya when, you know, John Mayer came up to me. Like, that does, I don't do that in normal life. So getting to do that on this podcast has been really fun. Yeah, but those guys, I think they got a good thing going on with their podcast. Um, so thank them for coming to the podcast. Thank you guys for watching, for watching on YouTube. If you're listening, um, thank you. Leave a review. Best thing to do to support this podcast. Follow us on Instagram. We're on TikTok. On Facebook, we have a private Facebook group. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which I highly suggest you guys join. Uh, follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. A Huda Media Production.